Hi there. Hello. 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 Hi, yeah, can hi. you hear me? I can hi. now. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I was doing? Because you asked me to uh, that it, it would be really helpful. I was updating the previous uh, session because I know you cannot do it, so I was doing it for you there. Oh, the one we did thank about you. the matrix yeah. about your dad. So, yeah, I yeah. thought that would be important to have done. Yeah, thank you for that. I actually listened to most of it this morning again, which was great. It was good. Good, good. And I, I named yeah. it. Uh, I named it uh, like you know, of what did I put? Father, you know, your father being available, loving, you know, new version. And MET stands for Matrix Empowering Reimprinting. Just so you get an idea. Why Matrix M- M- Empower- Empowering. Reimprinting. I should I should have okay. put M E R like Mare. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Excellent. I can hear her. How is she? She is doing really well. She's going through a wonder week, so she's um it's been a little tough. Um, but like last night, I got really frustrated with her for the first time in a long time because she didn't go to didn't want to. She's resisting sleep. <laughs> uh-huh. And um. And I have a quite a bad headache this morning because I didn't get enough sleep last night, and I'm working, and you know, like it's all a delicate balance. And if if um, you know something changes with her and she's not able, you know, and I don't get enough sleep, I you know, it's all very tough. So it, it, she's fantastic, but she really wants what she wants, you know. <laughs> and um, absolutely. And, this is actually one of the things I wanted to talk about. But before I get in there, I wanted to let you know that I feel, after our last session, I can kind of feel my life partner getting a little closer. I can kind of feel his presence. Wonderful. I'm so happy to hear that. I mean, not like, oh, I think it's Bob over there. It's more just sort of like I can feel it getting nearer. Yes, yes, and you can feel the presence in your life somehow. Yeah, no, I, I get it, I get it. Because that's, that's, yeah, that's wonderful. It is so, wonderful, yeah. and it's, it's, it's interesting. It's the first time in a long time I have felt that way, because I haven't been feeling that way. I haven't been feeling him at all, you know, which is really Right, yes. 
Oh, that's great. I'm very happy, Deb. Good to hear that. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Of yeah, course. So I wanted to talk with you about, um, I have been super emotional lately. Okay. So yeah. if you can, it's just start tapping, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm wearing Sirsha. I'm alone in the house and I'm wearing her right now. <laughs> okay, that's, how I'm so that's gonna be so I'm whatever whatever the point you connected, that would be good. How come you have no caretaking today? No, maybe I have caretaking until one thirty every day. So that it's oh. and then but okay. this is the only time that you could do it, so um I wanted to yeah. get it in, you know. Um, I don't of know how course. it's gonna work, yeah. but we'll see how work. it works. Yeah, yeah, but um, um. Anyway, yeah, I'm just. I was wondering if it was, you know, maybe a little postpartum depression, but it maybe it may not be. I've been talking to some friends, and they kind of think it isn't. They think it's like just the normal grief of parenting. Um, but I've just been, you know, coming up on Saoirse's first birthday. Here you go. Right. Um, you know, and she's definitely not an infant anymore. Like, she's a baby, you know. She's a right. heading into toddlerhood. Yes. Yeah, and, and she's just a lot wanting to move more and be a little bit more in the, a little bit more independent, right, and definitely than she used to be. Well, it's a different kind of dependence that she has, you know. She definitely is dependent, but she's not that... Um, I think what it is for me is that the um, the newborn phase, the birth and the newborn phase were such um, such profoundly spiritual, profound spiritual awakening for me, yeah. and yeah. Um, it was so rich and so intense. And it that experience is not replicable. Like it is a one once in a lifetime thing. You know, your yeah. the birth of your first child and. Uh, I just really miss that phase. I miss, I miss the intensity of it and the, the primal, just the connection with spirit and how like my, my crown chakra and my heart chakras both blew open. Yeah, yeah, and totally, totally. It's like there's a, there's a magic. There's a magic to it that is very different from. Now she's becoming her own little being, right? Oh, she is already, and it's a different relationship. It's a totally different relationship. Now I have a relationship with a human, a tiny yes. human. Whereas yes. before, I had a relationship with this incredible spiritual being that was, you know, just had this new soul, and um, yeah. it was so yeah. raw. It was, and I just, I mean, I, I don't. I don't, like, I was very present that whole time. It's not like I didn't, I missed any of it, you know. It's right. the only thing no, I, no. I re- regret is maybe going back to work at four and a half months. Like, if I had waited until six months, that would have been better. But at the time, I didn't think I could afford it, you know. So right. um, yeah. I understand why I did what I did. But, um, you know, that, I've just been so emotional. It's so weak. Yeah. Yeah, because there is there is a piece that, about grieving, grieving that incredible, this the connection that you had in the beginning is shifting, and it makes a lot of sense that as you're, you're grieving what was, and that 
no longer is really right and yeah and and the demands of the of that demands that she has right now and that that your life have just just changed it was like such a magical four and a half months especially it the was, very very yeah, beginning a magical yeah. four and a half months and it was amazing that i could spend my whole day focusing on her and yeah. raising like i love being that needed <laughs> yes. yeah and and i could and, just be present in every moment and then as soon as i started working again it was really hard for me to be that present because I was thinking about work and I was thinking about childcare and I was thinking about how to get to work and how to get home and how to pay bills and it just it just became really like all these distractions and I couldn't be as present. All yeah. right, she's not gonna she's not gonna stand this. <laughs> Bing. All right, what is, you want to get what down? What is she not liking? She just yeah. She just, I'm just walking around the house and she's bored. She's like. No, no, no! This I don't want to do that. Yeah, right. This is not working for me. This is not working for me. So, yeah, we'll see. Well, let me just. Um, all right, I took her out. Let's see what she wanted to do. So, um, it's just been so sad. Yeah. 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 And that's the truth. The truth is that it is extremely, extremely sad, and just really, the the grieving is it's real, and it's like, and how can we? Let me know when when you can, you know. I, I no, wanna, I'm listening. Oh, I'm listening. You're good. You're good. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. I'm just gonna. Yeah, it's. I think that it's so important sometimes. We, you know, of course we want to be happy and enjoy life. And the truth is that that sadness is part of life as well. Yeah. It's very normal that you're experiencing feeling sad and experiencing the loss of her shifting, your life changing, and that period of both your lives not being here anymore. It's it's, it's totally, it's normal. I mean, it's, it's real. Right. Yeah. And and with that, I'm not saying just experience it. Well, that's why I'm inviting you to tap, so we can really honor it, knowing that it's okay to experience it. So, one of the things that I notice with any emotion, especially sadness or shame, if we in any way start feeding it. Like, you know, I shouldn't feel this way or it's too bad I feel this way or trying to label it. or Then it, it gets it, almost like it gets worse than the pure emotion that just deserves to be felt and honored. Yeah. So if you, if you just, to the degree that you can, I know that you're also with her, if you can experience and be present with your sadness in this moment. Yeah. It's, you know, I just, she's a totally different being, and I just really missed yes. it, that the being yeah. she was when she came out, you know. I just, yes. That was, an, she was, 
it was an amazing version of herself. And I just yeah. really missed it. Yeah, absolutely. And it's also that I, I remember so well that it's like, it's such a such an incredible experience because she is, of course, her own being, and yet it feels like a part of you. It's like, it's just, there's such a deep connection, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, um, and it still is. It's a very deep connection, but, you know, even back then it was sort of like she just had a relationship with me, basically. Right. And now she's got relationships with other people and, you know, it, it's sort of like even when she was inside me, it was really just me. And then when she just came out, it was mostly like 99% me and it's less and less that way, you know. Um, yeah. I'm still by far and away the primary in me, you know, but but yeah. it's, um, you know, I never knew parenthood would be this sad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And I have it's to really tell you, hard. Rowan, it's really, really hard. It's really hard. It's such a. It's it's almost like. It, I think it's it's so interesting that it's one of the hardest and most profound relationships and things you can do in your life. Yeah. It's it's, it's really such an incredible, incredible experience. Yeah. It is. It's incredible. And it is. It is. It can be profoundly sad, especially when these, you know, I mean, I remember the first time Sophia was two and a half years old. She sat on her bed. She was going through what Sirisha is going on right now that she didn't want to go to sleep. And I was exhausted. I was so exhausted. I'm like, you're going to sleep. I don't know how it's going to happen, (laughs) but you're going to sleep. And she sat in bed and she said, I'm not going to sleep. And I'm done having you as my mommy. I want another oh. mommy. <laughs> oh, my God. And oh. I have to tell you, it was so, I'm so happy that my mom, that I remember feeling that way with my mom. And I, to myself, I thought, okay, this is the first time she says it. It's not the last one. It's okay. You know, yeah. it's okay. But it is, it is intense to listen to those words. I mean, coming out of these little peanut. You're like, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want another mummy now. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, my God. What did you do? Uh, I just said, you know, I understand that you want another mummy, and, you know, right now it's just me, so we're going to bed. <laughs> and I just lay down next to her, and I, and I just, you know, just, I was, like, really soothing myself. And uh, she eventually fell asleep. You know, nothing really happened other than she had her say, and I just heard her, you know. But, um, yeah. My spiritual guide says that, um, you know, when we have really profound spiritual awakenings or experiences that blow us, you know, sort of blow us out spiritually, um, and there's a big spiritual expansion there's always a, con- a period of contraction afterwards. And that period mm. of contraction is really painful because we're that humans. We're not, we're not in heaven. You know, we're not God. We can't right. live constantly in a state of spiritual ecstasy. <laughs> yes. And um, yes. when we come out of it, it's, it's very painful. And we're, it's like 
contraction, and the contraction is, yeah. and it'll happen again. There'll be openings again, but um, it it just you do contract, and you it, it's just hard, it's painful. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I, I talk about it as a as kind of like the the backward spiral when you go you go forward, like would be incredibly being in a spiritual place and then you come back. And it is true. In life, I think that there is this pendulum effect, right, that you go from one side to the other. And when you're more in the muck of life, it feels so like blah compared to that incredible experience. Yeah. Yeah. It does. It really, um, it does. And in addition to that, I think, Deb, that it was a profound spiritual experience, an incredibly intimate and loving connection. And the other magic that it it has with it is that I think that any event in our life that completely removes us from daily life, like being completely and and in a powerful way, like, you know, birth is like, and for you and for you know a lot of people that I know, it's very spiritual. And then you're in this space, in this yeah. incredible space that is really away from life. You're not dealing with the daily things that most you know that most of us deal afterwards or before. So it's a very, it's almost like it creates these parentheses within life. Yeah, that, totally. That, it was a it it was another dimension. You know, I was like. Yeah not living according to, I was living according to a completely different um, focus and priority and um, it totally took me out of what I normally do. Right. And that in itself is really powerful. That in itself is just so, just so meaningful. And then in addition, you had these, incredible opening and connection and the profound love that you have for her that is still there. And I think it's just as it's it growing is, yeah. and shifting. It's absolutely still there. But she, like, she was such a spirit. And now yeah. she's becoming a person. She's, a, person. she's yeah. a spirit person. But before she was really mostly a spirit, you know. And Yes. Hold on, she just put a pine needle in her mouth. I gotta get it out. Oh, of course. <laughs> let me see. Let me see your mouth. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Let me see. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Oh, you have sharp teeth. I don't know where you put oh. the pine needle. I can't find it. All right. Well, it's just a pine needle anyway. <laughs> okay. There you go. Oh, seriously, look at this. Look at this. There you go. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, because the, a... the other piece that I don't know if it's happening for you, but I remember a period where it is true that it's, and this, this for some reason I really understood it well. I don't know. I don't know how. That it's, it's a period where, and, and you know, I, to whatever degree you can, you know, just tap through the points as we talk. So it's a period where she starts becoming a little bit more of a of a little person, right? Yeah. And has yeah. her personality. And then it also is like she's exploring the world and there's there's this huge desire and will. There's such a strong will to do certain things that her body cannot do. 
So the yeah. level of frustration that she can get to, it's intense. Do you experience that sometimes? Yeah, a little bit. She's not quite there yet, but what I experience a little bit more is like she wants to do something and it's dangerous and I don't let her. She's not quite right. that daring yet where she can she wants to do stuff like beyond her means or she's frustrated that she can't do stuff beyond her means. But she definitely okay. wants to do things that are dangerous <laughs> to her well being right. and I don't let her and she finds that really frustrating. But I can right. see that yes. other thing coming. I can see what you're saying coming. That's going to happen soon. Yeah. And what yeah. then what happens is that you're just noticing that you really are dealing with a little bit of her personality instead of just her heart. Is all these, exactly. You know, like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's not just her heart yeah. anymore. And her spirit is right. like, <laughs> like right now she wants something and that is it. And if she can't, yes. she gets frustrated. Right. And go. it makes no sense to her that she could have it. It's like, why is I know. Woman? Why, why couldn't I? Why could I have it? I know exactly. exactly. Um, and also so, in these moments, especially with the sleep, is it also in to to a degree frustrating you? Because it it could possibly just bring something up that it's not just the sadness of what it was, but also it's replaced with something that may be even a little bit more challenging for you. Um, or it's not quite there yet. I, I think that that's probably true. Maybe there's like my, my personality is better, you know, more aligned with meeting the kind of the needs that a newborn has than the needs that a one-year-old has. has. Yeah. That um, yeah. for me, the newborn phase was so magical. And yeah. it's like I have all this intense nostalgia for it. And now this phase, I, I really love it. But um, And I really love her. And it's fun in of a lot course. of other ways. But it's, but mostly it's just like the fading of the intensity and, and the the dispersal of the spiritual energy of it you know that it was for me it was such a profound awakening and I had I had such a magical experience I I think that's really I mean I remember when I after I lived in Peru I felt the same I had a very very spiritual experience living in Peru and Lima Mm -hmm. the country I traveled and I had some profound experiences there and then I remember when I came back, I had this intense nostalgia for it because I was back in this, like, horrible Boston culture, you know, <laughs> yeah. and um, living this achievement status-driven life or living in an achievement status-driven society. And yeah. um, Peru is just so much more relational and spiritual. Yeah. And... And so that's, been, that's a wonderful experience. What? Because if you if it, there's a one there's a great parallel there. Is there something looking back at that what happened then and what's going on now? What could be like an anchor for you? What could be a sense that how could, is it? Would it help? Let's let's ask this question first. Would it help? Would it be a good thing for you to know? that that spiritual experience, even though it's not on a daily basis, 
that it's part of who you are and it's something that you're always going to come back to, even if it's five minutes a day in, you know, meditation or maybe just she falls asleep and you do something of a spiritual nature that grounds you with that that part of you because it seems to me that there's a very intense desire for having that sense of spirit in your life and how can you bring it back even if it's in a small you know with a small presence or a small part of your life I think that's a great question and you know generally how can I live a more spiritual heart centered life yeah um you know, because it is in me. I remember my first one, you know, I was a teenager when I had my first spirit, profound spiritual experiences. So it's like it's always, and I wasn't even trying for it then. I didn't even really know what it was. So there's something essential to my character and my nature that is very connected to spirituality and a certain yeah. kind of spiritual experience. And I don't, I don't really know how... To live it, I don't know how to live it more regularly. I mean, it's interesting that you say grounding because my spiritual guide says the same thing that she gives me this grounding exercise. But that doesn't really, it hasn't really been doing much for me, like this grounding exercise. Okay. So, um, what, let's, I think that we could part from the, so the first question is, are you interested and open to developing that spiritual sense in your daily life? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So I think that the the way to look at it is what did that experience look like when you, you know, both in Peru and Syria and as a teenager, what were the emotions? What was, what was, you know, the, what was it made of? Like if you just, um, it's a feeling of transcending the realities that I can sense with my senses, that I can see and smell and touch and hear and taste, and getting in touch with another layer, another level, and being in full right. awareness of that or being connected to that somehow. And then there's a, a sensation of it's, it's almost like elation or ecstasy. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. As well as deep calm at the same time. Yeah. Like a, yeah. a, a profound certainty of well-being. In addition to kind of like an like an elation, right? Yeah, it's it's an interesting combination. Yeah, because in a way, <laughs> sorry, sounds like you're deeply grounded, but at the same time, really, really happy, right? So it's a so there's a there's a very like a, a, a connect. It, it does it feel almost like a connection between like almost like you're very grounded in the earth. So they have that sense of calmness and relaxation or that letting go and feeling really deeply calm, but also like spiritually connected. So you're like really, almost like you're, you're, 
um, your top chakra, your seventh chakra, is like fully open and receptive. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm able to sense another layer to existence. You know, like there's another, like another dimension behind the one that you can sense. I can sense with my senses. Right. And it gives me a sense of calm because I, it's like, oh, it's all okay, no matter what happens. Mm. It's all okay. Like there's a profound sense of well-being, and then a sense of lightness and levity and. Um, Um, transcendence. I mean, you know, the the language. Yeah. The English language is like limited. <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah. I I really get what you're saying. So, if as as you're telling me about it, can you get a little bit of a sense of it in your body? Okay. Yeah, it's sort of like it goes through, it goes through all of my chakras. It goes through my core, but it, right. it sort of is a there's like a lifting, like a lifting of my energies. It's almost like the chakras. Um, here, one, one, yeah. Let me, Sersha, would you like to play with this on the floor? What do you think? There you go. Um. It's like all my chakras are blown out. They're just sort of expand, expanded and blown out, like, bam. <laughs> yeah. And they just, it's like, whoosh, they're, they're infinite. There's no ba- yeah. boundary less, you know. Yeah, okay. So that's, that's a wonderful way, when the boundary less, yes. So... What are you sensing right now as we talk about it? Well, tell me just to just check in with the sadness and how does it feel right now? It feels like it's still there, but um, I know what it is and I can be in relationship with it and work with it, you know? This, you're talking about the sadness and the grief? The sadness, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I and mean, if it's you were... still really sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and is it okay if you just embrace it? What if yeah. you just if you can come to the karate point and and step together, deep breath. Even though I'm deeply sad, <laughs> she just <laughs> squished her finger in something. Okay, I'm deeply sad. I know that hurt. That hurt. Let's keep it open. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I am deeply, deeply sad. I am, I want to honor it and know that it's okay. I honor it and know that it's okay. In the big scheme of things, everything is okay. In the big scheme of things, everything is okay. And I'm feeling profoundly sad about these. And I'm feeling profoundly sad about moving out of the most profound spiritual experience of my life and emotional experience and physical. It combined all three. Yeah. Take a deep breath. 
I want to honor this sadness. I want to honor this sadness. And I deeply and profoundly love. And I deeply and profoundly love. That I could have that experience. That I could have that experience. Tapping through the points. It's so deeply sad. It's so deeply sad. I am grieving that that is not present in my life today. I am grieving that that is not present in my life today. It's just really sad. It's just really sad. I'm really sad. I'm really sad. Because I miss it. Because I miss it. I just love the infant stage. I just love the infant stage. And I love I love Sirsha today. And I love Sirsha today. And yet I miss the spiritual connection we had. And yet I miss the spiritual connection we had. We had such a beautiful bubble. We had such a beautiful bubble. We still have one. We still have one. But it has changed. But it has changed. It has expanded. It has expanded. And I miss the intimacy of our original bubble. And I miss the intimacy of our original bubble. I can even remember grieving her not being inside of me. I can even remember grieving her not being inside of me. Do you remember that? I just remember you grieving. Absolutely. Absolutely. And now I grieve not having that intimate bubble together. Now I grieve not having that intimate bubble together. Because the one that we have today is bigger. Because the one that we have today is bigger. Has other people in it. And there are other people in there. Other priorities and other things to do. Other priorities and other things to do. And mm-hmm. I'm really sad that I had to cut it short because at four and a half months yeah. we weren't done. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a part of me that doesn't forgive myself for it. And there's a part of me that doesn't forgive myself for that. I just wish I could have extended it. I wish I could have extended it. I wish that I knew how important it was. I wish I knew, well, I knew how important it was. I just, I was trying to take care of our survival needs, you know? Yes, yeah. It was really, really hard being the only caretaker, the only bread provider, not caretaker. Yeah. Yeah, it was really hard being the only breadwinner because I had to sacrifice our spiritual faith. Yeah. And I actually hate that. And I actually hate that. I so wish that I didn't have to cut that, that period short. I so wish that I didn't have to cut that period short. I know that I did the best that I could. I know that I did the best I could. But my heart is still grieving. 
But my heart is still grieving over that. Yeah. I wanted more time with her. I wanted more time with her. And I cannot bring it back. Yeah, I can't bring it back and now it's gone. Yeah. And I'm deeply sad about it. And I'm deeply sad about it. I honor this sadness because it's real. I honor this sadness because it's real. Take a breath and notice what is present right now. There is sort of um, an intensity in my throat chakra. Okay. So just take a breath and, and just put attention in that area. Notice it's the intensity. Does it have a color, a sensation? Um, is there something that one, that your throat wants to say or is holding back? I'm so angry at my partner for not being here. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And I'm just really, really angry at him. Yeah. Yeah. He should have he you should have been here. You should have been here. I don't understand why you weren't. I don't understand why you weren't. That was a really crucial time. That was a really crucial time. And I needed you. And we both needed you. Yeah. I'm furious with you. And I'm furious with you. I'm furious that you weren't here. I'm furious that you weren't here. Because now I'm regretting having had to go to work. Because now I'm regretting having to, having had to go to work. But you could have solved it. But you could, and you could have solved it. Yeah. I'm furious with you. I'm furious with you. The other thing that comes up, Lauda, is um, it's sort of like I'm deeply regretting that I did this so late in life and I, I'm angry at my, my family of origin and the, my childhood because it prevented me from finding the partner, doing it with a partner, and doing it earlier because I would have liked to do this two more times. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I sort of feel like this is this is like my calling, and it's one of my callings. And and it's like I started so late. I don't. It's it's like a cruel joke. You know, it's like you find the thing you love so late in life that you can't fully do it. You know, you can't. Yeah. I'm not going to be pregnant again. I'm not going to give another, have birth, another birth probably. And 
you know, I don't know if I'm going to have another child, but I would have loved to just see, and it's totally opposite what I thought, who I, who I am. It was like this false self that I had to form in order to survive my childhood, and I'm just really angry at that. Yeah. And that is something that will be really, really important. Yeah. Mm. You okay? Yeah, she's nursing and she's probably just feeling my feelings, you know? Yeah. Or noticing yeah. my feelings. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna suggest that you honor the anger that is present. Yeah. That's just where is it now? Is it still in your in your throat or is there somewhere else? It's a little bit down in my um I'm gonna go on this go the other side. Um it's a little bit in my um Okay, it's in that, I'm not remembering the name, the chakra. That your solar plexus? Yeah, that solar plexus, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's third chakra, yeah. Third chakra, yeah. yeah. Because that's a, the third chakra has to do with your identity. Mm-hmm. And your, you know, your willingness to just really be who you are. And for so long you had to survive that you couldn't be who you truly are in essence, Exactly, right? exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I had to create this false self in order, I mean, it's an extension of my, it's an authentic creation, you know? Right, but it's not, that's true. It's not a, um, it's not truly who, what I'm about. Yeah. And I can kind of remember when I lost it. It's sort of like around, I don't know, when I was really little, I, um, like maybe up until third grade or fourth grade, I was this really soft, sweet, emotional being. And I loved dolls and I would love to play house. And I mean, I also loved to play with cars and the trucks and the sand, but I... I don't know, sometimes, I think it was around fourth grade when I, what is it? How can I help you? What would you like? Um, I I began to be achievement-oriented, you know? Yeah. <laughs> what is it, honey? What is it? Probably she wants something from you, and it's, maybe she's not even hungry. Is he tired? No. Yeah, she is tired. She's been resisting yeah. her nap. Yeah, she's tired. Yeah. So if you just, just try, try something, just take a deep breath and just tap on, if you can, just tap on one point, maybe even in your heart chakra or your fingers, whatever you can, just to bring your energy, to soothe your energy, letting 
your nervous system know that it's totally okay. It's okay for her to be fussy. It's okay for you to feel deeply sad or really angry. And everything is okay. So you can just <laughs> hold it from her. It's okay. Yeah. Just breathe. All right. I'm holding her up like I'm lying on my back and holding her up above me like on her chest and wiggling her a little and it wiggles her voice. <laughs> right, it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sweet. Yeah. Uh, I find that one of the deepest things that we can do for ourselves that it can be so healing is to just truly honor and like so I know that you guys are busy but if you could just breathe and honor whatever is present like if it's sadness it's okay if it's frustration or anger that's okay if you're furious at your family or your you know your partner for not being there when you needed them what if that's okay as well yeah, it's all of those things. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Does she find it also kind of funny, or what is she doing? Yeah, she she's giggling and laughing at it too, and smiling. Yeah, and, you know, I do feel this guy closer. Um, I don't know why, but maybe it's because, like, I'm more and more fully embracing that I really do want, that this is really profoundly going to change me in my life when he comes along. Like, I'm really going to profoundly change everything in a way, like, how... It's like a new phase. And the same way that Kirsa has changed everything, this guy's going to change everything because I'm going to stop being this like, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm still going to work a little, but it's not going to be the focus of my life. Right. And it will allow me. I have a feeling it's going to allow me to be a stay-at-home mom or 90% stay-at-home mom for a significant period of time, which is a whole different way of living in the world, you know. Yeah. Talking to one of my clients about it this morning. Mm. Yeah. And I'm curious how, if you could hold a spiritual, like, so what? What if it were possible to see 
all the, especially the grieving from a spiritual perspective. Uh, good question. If you, could, if you could just step, you know, take a, a little step aside and, and witness the grieving from, a, from that more spiritual side of yours. Excellent. What would you Excellent. think the perspective be? It would be a lesson about who I truly am, which I didn't mm. know about. You know, it's sort of like a way to really get to know who I actually am. Yeah. Because it's completely yeah. different than who I thought I am. Right. And I never would have known it had I, if I'd never had Searsha. You know, yeah. maybe I would have been one of those women who's thought that they have to stay home with the children and they feel that, you know, ungrateful for it and they feel resentful to their, yeah. uh, to their partner and to society for making them stay at home with their child. And I look at yeah. those women, like, I'm like, oh, my God, you have no idea how lucky you are. You yeah. know, and maybe I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't gone through this period. Exactly right, and 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 even having to go back to work—that that is also reinforcing who you are in a different way as well. Yeah. How do you mean? Well, you know, all the uh, there's a lot of stay-at-home moms that resented because they never lost it. They never actually had the experience of yeah. not doing it and missing it to realize that how important it is to them. It's like, okay, this is the role, and they feel like they're trapped in it. Yeah, it's not a choice. It's sort of, yeah, that's true. So they don't quite value it. Some, some, some women are not really, they don't have... Whoops, hello? I stopped hearing you. Hello? You there, Deb? Uh, now I can hear you. I, yeah, I don't know what you. happened. If, yeah, it felt like the call dropped. I don't. I didn't do anything. Just sometimes it happens. Here we are. That's okay. So what? Yeah. The last thing I heard you say was some women. It's not a choice, and it's like the role is imposed upon them, and they never get to work. <laughs> right. So they don't value it. They don't really. Yeah. Uh, they don't. Uh, they don't even recognize that that they really. They don't have a chance to miss it. So. And, you know, and what, one of the things that I was saying is that for some women, it's not their calling being. It's really That's isn't. That's absolutely so. right. That's absolutely right. And there's nothing wrong with that. Of course. Yeah. <gasps> <laughs> so is it okay? Is it okay 
actually have that grieving and from so you you this experience, this beautiful experience and missing it, even if you will I know that they're having go to go back to work at a short and I think that at the same time, um in in some ways this is something that it just it just came to me. Maybe it's not exactly but I think that it somehow it extended it. Extended what? The the deep intimate connection between the two of you. It made it hard to separate, but the moments that you came together, even after you worked, were really, really, really powerful. Yeah. Could be. Could yeah. very well be. Yeah. Because it wasn't like you went back to work and you disconnected from her, or, you know. And on the contrary, I think that that connection was has always been very strong. And even you know, in that first period, until she really got adjusted to Moni, you still were very deeply connected. Yeah, and it was terrible for her too. Like she hated it. You know, she really yeah. suffered over me, and she still does a little bit. You know, yeah. um, and we still do have this. Fabulous connection. Um, yeah. Maybe I did. Still, maybe maybe did. Yeah. I'm just still curious. How could you? I know that it's never going to be the exact same, but is there any way that you could bring a little bit of that spiritual sense into your daily life? Yeah. It, it could simply be that you know when she's asleep, you just. You know, don't, or any time that she falls asleep next to you or something that you just hold it and remember that same physical sensation of being, you know, first connected or first seeing her or just it could be a remembering, it could be a, an imagining, it could be bringing it back or inviting that sense of ecstasy and deep relaxation. Can I? I'm curious if you could try that. Even if it's not this, it wouldn't be the same. But you get a tiny taste. You can still, because it's still within you. You know, absolutely. It. Yeah, it is. Um, we do. I do get it sometimes at night when we sleep together. Um, and she's sort of curled up. We have this super. She has this super cute way of sleeping with me, where she will sleep suckle. So she'd be kind of sleep nursing, right. lying side by side, and, and she pulls her legs, her knees up and crosses her ankles, and sort of <laughs> she puts herself in the fetal position, and I pull my knees up, and so she's sort of wrapped, like oh. wrapped up in my, yeah. there's a little space, and we, we just sort of lie, like sleep that way, and that, that's really very, very loving and very intimate. Yeah. It's very much like the first, you know, the the beginning. Yeah. And now I also still, she used to love, like I would hold her for all of her naps. And, yeah. and sometimes I, I do that now still. I will hold her while she sleeps. And she'll sleep on my chest or she'll sleep in my arms. And, um, Yeah, because I think that, in, and you know, with her, but more than anything, Dev, for you, how can you bring that, that because it's your 
spiritual, like your spirit is really desiring to have that experience. And that's the part that is like, it's almost like, my sense is like your soul is craving that spiritual experience. Right. And can you have a little bit of it? It's not, of course, it's never exactly, you know, I mean, I've heard people that have been meditators for years and years and they spirit, you know, they meditate one or two hours a day, that it's never the same. And yet it's just a really yummy experience every time, even if it's different. So is it possible to have a little tiny bit of that in a conscious way and bringing into your life so it's not something that is completely gone? It's just an invitation to consider. Yeah, I'm going to have to contemplate that and think about how I can do that. I mean, I used to do transcendental meditation twice a day. And okay. um, I stopped a little while ago because it was sort of making me too mellow mm. and like numbing me out a little bit. And And so I don't know if it's, Maybe I need to find a different kind of meditation, or maybe I need to do yoga, or you know, looking at the ocean does it. You know, I live right here on the ocean. That that's a part yeah. of it. Um, but let me think about how I can. Yeah, yeah, because the invitation is because what I hear and I have heard it since years I was born that something opened up, and there's a, there's a part of you that has a, a deep desire to remain connected in a spiritual way. So I think that yeah, exactly. it's almost like a like a knocking, a gentle knocking. Okay, instead of feeling this deep deprivation and sadness, how can you transform it into something that you really treasure, and, you know? Right. Yeah. That's right. And and the fact is that Sirsha's birth and her newborn phase were the vehicle for... They weren't the end in, the, in themselves. I mean, they were an end in themselves, but they were also the means to something that's separate from those things. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a great question. I have to yeah. think about it. I have to think about it. Wonderful. Okay. Yeah. So keep me posted. I won't be here next week, but I'll be, I, I'm pretty sure we have a session the week after. Is that right? Yeah. 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 Are you guys going out to California? No, we're actually going to St. Thomas to celebrate Stefan's birthday, just the two of us. Oh, wonderful. Yes, yeah. Good. Yeah, happy. yeah Good. actually, you know what, Deb? We don't have a session that week. I, I know is that why we have one on the following. I know that it's a week between Christmas and Thanksgiving. I mean, on New Year's. I don't even know where I'm at. <laughs> uh, we have one on the 4th. So. so we'll talk again on the 4th then? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you want, I will be, I am working the 27th, the week of the 26th. Oh, so if okay, you want, okay. So, I'll yeah. look for something so, then. Okay, great. Okay, wonderful. Great. Thank you so much. How are you doing? Much, much better, much better. Okay. And I'm just wondering if there's something I need to do to keep the momentum going around attracting the partner. Well, uh, I have not seen your list. Have you actually made that list? Yes, yeah. Okay. I think I sent it to you. You did? A photo of it a while ago. Oh, yes, 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 yes. So my recommendation would be 
in order to have that to like keep that that energy bubbling up, look at it, read it, and see if there's anything that you need to like tweak. Okay. Just being in touch with it. And another thing that you could do that is highly spiritual, I remember doing this and it was so yummy, and two weeks later Stefan appeared, was that I started getting a sense, just like you had with that looking at the windows in New York that you wrote to me about. Yeah. Um, I started getting a sense of what it would be like being in that relationship, not just him, but also like the yumminess of the connection, the, you know, the laughing together and you know, the different things that we were doing and how just, I remember that it brought me to tears just, you know, feeling in my body what it was going to be like to be with him. Mm, okay. Yeah, so that that I highly recommend. Just like, you know, imagining the yumminess between you. Okay, great ideas. Okay. Thank you. Wonderful. You're very welcome, because I hope that, I hope that she, she did take a nice nap. <laughs> oh, thanks. Me too. Okay. Happy holidays. Bye-bye. You Bye-bye. too. Happy holidays. Bye. Bye-bye.